2: get yours
1: in coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store. At JC Penney fashion counts for everybody moments of the season at prices that feel just as good discover brands that get you and put style and comfort first like worthington and liz claiborne for her each in women's petite and plus sizes here spring comes in all shapes sizes and colors jc penny make everybody count
3: picasso knows your vacation home is your best home Visit Picasso to see thousands of listings. That's P-A-C-A-S-O Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on Select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.
2: Oh god, they left us alone. Now what? <laughs> so we just go, ready? Me, me. Are you me, ready me, for this? Me,
4: me, me, me. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
2: Oh my God, Ricky, they gave us a show. What were they thinking? (laughs) I don't know. Is is this real? It's kind of wild, but welcome everybody to Split Ends, our new podcast. I'm Colleen Wolf and I'm here with my friend, but I'm not sure which name she's going by today. So are you going to be Ricky, Erica, Tamposi or like what? What's the deal?
4: I I don't know. I I answer to all of those names. Colleen, Ricky Hollywood, answer to Erica, Rick, Big Rick, Sugar, Lil Cutie, Tamposi, you you know, whatever you (laughs) want to call me. Big Rick. (laughs) Big Rick might be your name
2: now. I love that one. All right. So This is a show, guys, that comes through all the things that we care about, things we're looking forward to this week, such as games, storylines, whatever, things that also caught our eye already this week, and things that we need your help with, because let's be honest, I could, at this point, use all of the help that I could get.
4: I mean, this morning you posted an Instagram story that I thought was happening today, but you're like, oh no, that happened days ago. I just reposted it. And also you were at the Rams game and you tried to take a story and you couldn't flip your phone around. And I I responded to it. I don't even know if you know how to check your DMs because I wrote, okay, boomer. (laughs) Explain yourself with that, first of all, before we get into
2: this. Okay. Here is the problem. My phone that I have now is really on its last leg. It's shattered. (laughs) It's Stops all of a sudden and Instagram doesn't really work. So, yeah, whatever, Tamposi. Sorry, I'm not like 24 7 Instagramming my life. Okay, how about what's (laughs) coming up in this show today? We have a couple of big games in the NFC West Rams, Seahawks, Cardinals, Niners. We got Bills, Chiefs, the London game. The NFC East has a fun little division game, Giants, Cowboys. We're going to get into some of those, uh, a light talk about some of those. I promise I won't make you guys listen to me lament about the Eagles every week, too, mostly because I don't really look forward to the Eagles playing anymore because I'm dead inside. Um, So (laughs) I'm just going to endure it at this point. We're going to
4: spend 45 (laughs) minutes breaking down Brady versus Mac Jones. No, just kidding. That's (laughs) not going to happen either. (laughs) We're going to run through a few stories
2: on our radar. um, And then we're also going to have a very special guest joining us at the end of the show to talk about a crazy night in Cincinnati for Thursday Night Football.
4: You know what I was thinking, Colleen, and this is a great topic for our first episode. I feel like we need to create a name for our listeners because that, that's what really bonds people, that gets people together. So, how about splitties, right? Like, oh, are you I like a splitty? It. Like, I'm a splitty. Or what about Endies?
1: Maybe a little not too so, close not so to hot on that one. Okay.
2: that's way too close to undies so let's go with splitties. you guys okay. can tweet us let us know yep. that you're listening and that you're a fellow splitty um, yep. we'll see how that we'll see how that goes. I don't know
4: that sounds perfect. I love that I think it's yeah. gonna, it's gonna totally take off trending
2: Also I just want to let you know that I accidentally got my hair cut into a mullet and <laughs> I will be wearing my hair up for the rest of the season probably until it grows okay. out. So, so uh, you got a
4: haircut and, and you told them you wanted a mullet and now you're, now you're blaming it on the hairdresser or what?
2: No, no. This was just like a very unfortunate miscommunication. And it happens. <laughs> These things happen all the time. But unfortunately, hair takes a really long time to grow back. So I, it's,
4: it's something oh that I'm really working God. through right now. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's, it looks kind of bad. Colleen, you know, <laughs> when, when you talk about being a professional... And and you are. To thread the needle about your hair on a podcast titled Split Ends. I know. Takes you to an alternate universe. That's what I do. I, we should end the episode right now. You just I know. crushed Split Ends. Splitties, let us know what you think. <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right, yeah, if you guys want to see my mullet in full force on TNF, you can tweet us, let us know. But now let's get into the most damaging games of the week, things we find interesting, things that we think are going to be cool to watch this week Uh, so you can tell all of your friends. First up, TNF, Rams, Seahawks. I'm going to Seattle, uh, and this is a really interesting game. Quick turnaround, which is probably a good thing at this point for the Rams after what happened in Arizona. Uh, They just beat the Bucs, and then they got whooped in every single phase by Arizona. I was at Ugh. SoFi for that game. Uh, and as Erica pointed out, couldn't really turn my camera around for the Instagram story. <laughs> Whatever. I was busy watching the game because that was the first time the Rams' offense looked bad this season. Solo Cup, which I'm trying to make a thing. Cooper Cup. Okay. He was targeted 13 times. Only caught five. Maybe Matthew Stafford is relying too much on Solo Cup at this point. Needs to mix it up a little bit. <laughs> so but they're 3-1, and 0-1 oh in the division. And the Seahawks <laughs> coming off a division win they beat the Niners who lost Jimmy G which was ever thus he was injured again he got got by his calf there he still might potentially play this week but these matchups they're always fun I just know at this point Erica You are such a great person to help me with just logistics at this point, because Mm -hmm. I know you're going to the London game. We're going to talk about that too, but it's going to be cold in Seattle and weather is always a factor in these games. We saw it in Foxborough with all the guys and their gigantic umbrellas with like the the old timey hook kind of cane (laughs) umbrellas. I don't know where you even buy
4: those anymore. Mm -hmm. It's going to be like 50 degrees. What kind of jacket should I wear for this? You know, I've been thinking about this. You're right. You've got weather to factor in. Okay, so let's, pre- Colleen. Do you have a team of wardrobe stylists? Uh, it's it's Colleen. It's well, that's what I'm, I figured. I'm doing the work here. Yeah, and then that's what happens <laughs> when you go to supercuts for your haircut. You get a mullet. So let's. We really got to break this down, splitties. We really got to let Colleen know what to wear. So I think maybe like a huge bubble jacket. Maybe mm-hmm. some moon boots. Just like a bag. Yeah, I I think. You could use a little help, and, and people come to me at the network for style tips, and they ask me, you know, like, Ricky Hollywood, what should I wear today? But listen, Colleen, when I see you, and I see you on the TNF stage, and it's pouring rain, everybody's, like, waiting to see what Colleen Wolf is wearing. Oh, God. It's got to be a poncho. It has to be a poncho that you get from Disney World with Mickey Mouse on it. I've never even been to Disney World. Jesus. I know? You know I set so, you up for this it's whole not gonna be that softball lob and it's, I don't like Disney.
2: Yes, anding. <laughs> That's what I do best. Anyway, let's go to the next <laughs> NFC West game because it's really weird. The NFC West is like wilding right now. Back-to-back weeks Jeez. the teams play within their own division. Niners, Cardinals. This one is so interesting for so many different reasons, but the fact that the Cardinals are unbeaten right now, the last unbeaten team in the entire NFL, that is something that I did not see coming whatsoever. Kyler Murray, looked great. He's now uh, leading the MVP conversation. He's the favorite for, uh, the betting favorite at this point, over Mahomes. And then it goes Josh Allen, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, in mm. that order. I did want to, real quick, do a couple of MVP Conversations here, uh, throw out our own MVPs, but then I was thinking, you know what, that's kind of boring. Let's do anti MVPs here. Ooh. So when I was thinking about anti MVPs around the league, the mm-hmm. first person that came to mind was the face that I saw in the Patriots Bucks game <laughs> on the sideline doing face gymnastics with. His tongue was out. He was doing weird things with his eyes and his nose. Steve Belichick, I don't know what was going on, but his football-watching face is, I don't don't know if it's the best thing in the world or the worst thing in the world, but it seems, I feel very uncomfortable when the camera is that close to him making those faces. Steve Belichick, Bill Belichick's son, Patriots coaching assistant, I would go as far to say that he could be a distraction to the team if these faces are a regular thing, though.
4: But would you? What face would you make if you're watching Tom Brady? And I'm not even saying I wouldn't in a weird stick my way. tongue out. I I I'm just saying that that concentration. If I'm on the sideline and I'm like, oh my god, Tom Brady's back in Gillette. We're sort of keeping up with them at a point. Like our defense is keeping them off the field. Like this is this is awesome. Like and you're trying to squint across across the field. Like my tongue might fall out too. Like just, does he need just LASIK? in defense? He might. He might. Do you have one? You know, I was thinking about like maybe the Saints blowing a fourth quarter lead to the Giants. And Jameis was that's a good p- like, playing efficiently and he had his season high of 226 pass yards, but they still blew a fourth quarter lead to the Giants, the New York Giants. Like yeah. that, that's my that's anti-MVP tough. of the week. Come on, man.
2: Also, I was thinking Eagles fans who believed in the team or just thought this team was good after the win over the Falcons because that also carried into the Niners' first half for the Eagles and then everything came crashing down, so... Mm -hmm. My sweet, sweet Eagles fans, we're gonna get through this together. Um, Hold on to your batteries.
1: Yeah,
2: I'm gonna be there for TNF. That'll be fun. And Brady and the Bucks will be in town, so even better. Yes,
4: (laughs) that'll be great. Taunting penalties too. That's another one. Um, I'm sick of this. I'm so over it. It's like too. It's just too much. They were saying on the on the broadcast, they were like, you know, a lot of young coaches voted for this as well, you guys. And it's like, no, just, just stop. Just give it a rest.
2: I hate it. Darren Waller was hit with such a ridiculous one in the Monday night game he, against the Chargers for spiking the ball, and he had his back, his whole back, basically, to the defender. It wasn't was directed at anyone. How, how? Like, I just don't understand how you're going to ask players to put every single emotion into playing this game and then mandate that they be robotic right after they make a play. How is that possible? Yeah. How can you control yourself like that? That's what we're doing.
4: Yeah, that's like us doing our show. We're so amped up and we're giving everything we've got into this. You can't get mad at me when I run through this wall when we finish recording.
2: Exactly. I'm going to run right through that door over there. I'm going to open it first. So, uh, And audio podcasts, I understand. This is um, not a visual medium. So you probably can't see the door that's behind me that I'm talking about. But it's weird feng shui. All right, let's move it to the London game. Jets-Falcons. The Jets getting their first win. The Falcons, unfortunately, melted late in that game. Cordero Patterson, I don't know why he wasn't on the field for those last couple of drives. It was his game the entire time. And poor Matt Ryan, four touchdowns, zero interceptions, still lost the game. And that's the fourth time in his career that that's happened. So that breaks the record. I think Matthew Stafford held it before. But I talked to him the other morning. Such a good sport about it. We talked about the Ted Lasso sign that's in the press conference room, which we'll get to in just a little bit. Also, just the frustrations of getting so close so many times to winning these games late and then having things like this. I'm sure it's so frustrating just for him mentally to just keep his emotions in check when this keeps happening to this team. We've seen it so many times, but I know you'll be over in London. Yes. So you're packing right now. You've been over there before for a game. It's one of my favorite places in the entire world, but I've never been there for a game. I've never been to a soccer game there or, you know, uh, uh, whatever. Football. football. (laughs) I've never been... (laughs) to an American football game over there or an other football game over there.
4: You have, what's it like? It's it's incredible. The fans are amazing. And like with the ATN fans, especially uh, that other little podcast that I do, it's so fun just to meet fans and be immersed in it. And they go so hard. Like you will, we were at the, um, you know, Panthers-Bucks game two years ago. And in the stadium in Tottenham Hotspur, every jersey, there's like Raiders, Pats fans, Packers. Like, it's like, they're just so happy to have fun. Football over there, and at a decent hour because, like last night, the game you know was still going on at three, four a.m. So for the Monday night football game, so it's crazy over there. So I, I got a funny story for you, calling because today I'm flying to London, and I think like four and a half hours actually. And so here I am, and I'm like, you know, booking my seat, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, I got a free trip to London, you know, for work, and I have to work my ass off this next week. But you know, I, I got this flight. I'm like, okay, it's three hundred dollars for for an upgrade into not even first class, this like premium, right? So I'm like, I'm like, Worth okay, it. like just upgrade, you know, treat myself. It's a twelve hour flight. Well, it was in pounds Colleen. So I'm looking <gasps> at my bank statement and I ended up spending like five hundred dollars <gasps> no! to upgrade. And I was like joking with Henry And I was, uh, who's the VP of international for us at NFL media. And I was like, so can I like expense this? And he was like, no, you idiot. You can't expense that. And so I was like, do I like return it? Do I like go? And I'm like, no, I'm just going to eat it. And I'm going to keep my pride and I'm going to sit in that seat. But yeah, it hurt looking at the bank statement
2: lesson learned that's oh. that's got me in the past not for that specific thing that sucks <laughs> but hey you're gonna be flying in style in the premium cabin so that's yeah, that's cool that's something to look forward to <laughs> i'm doing the coverage from our studio that morning so kickoff is what like 6 6 30 a.m yep. pacific time Our show begins at 4 a.m. My call time is 2.45 a.m.
4: So you're not sleeping.
2: I'm trying to figure out what time I should go to bed, to be honest. I don't
4: think you should. I feel like you nap in the afternoon and then power through. I don't know. That's that's crazy. But I I want to ask you about this Matt Ryan interview. Did you ask him? I know you were talking about, you know, what it's like to lose all the time in these hard (laughs) losses. You remember that tweet that came out from Nora Princiati a little while ago talking about how Corderell Patterson only shops at Forever 21, but because he's an NFL player, because he's an NFL player, people think it's designer. Did you ask Matt Ryan after that three touchdown game? this past week if he showered him in Forever 21.
2: Oh, I'm so mad about this. I, what a missed opportunity! Yeah. Why didn't you remind me about this? I you know, I need. I need to tell you my schedule ahead of time so you know what's on the radar and you know what's yep. going on because that would have been the perfect thing to ask him about. I'm sure he yes. would have been dialed
4: in on Forever 21, right? Absolutely. He would have. He would have <laughs> killed it. So you know, in the beginning of the show, you thread the needle perfectly, but now you are you got yourself back down to zero. Splitties, yeah. let us know where Colleen stands in the power rankings of this show. There's only two of us. Um, she's you know moved down a notch, but there's still time to pick it back up.
2: That's true. We also have Sunday Night Football, Bills Chiefs. We don't have to get a ton into this AFC title rematch. This is obviously a marquee game. Bills spent the entire offseason trying to find a pass rush. Will they finally get that in this game? Because Mahomes, the last time that they played, had five touchdowns, zero picks. Gregory Rousseau, a huge part of that in the draft. I Every time I say his name and see his name, I think he sounds like a French chef. That's just me. <laughs> it might be because of the Rue. Uh, In his name. Mm -hmm. The Bills, though, might be without three of their star defenders in
4: this game, uh, including one of Erica's favorites, Matt Milano. Yes, yes. The mint uh, Milano cookie is definitely the best. What? Which one do you like? <laughs> That's honestly my favorite too, but I do want to start calling him Cookie now just
2: because
4: of this. I love. Hey, I never even cookie. thought about that. Great game, great game. I mean, I'm a little worried about this Bills team. I mean, they only beat the Texans by 40 uh, last week, so it's going to be tough to go, you know, to, to face the Chiefs. The, they gave the Texans uh, their worst loss in franchise history. That all being said, I think the Bills are really coming together on offense and the Chiefs defense is has been a problem. Like the Eagles kind of exploited them in the beginning of of the previous week. So I'm interested to see this game. I, I feel like it's going to be a great one.
2: Yeah, guys to watch in this one, Jordan Poyer, Teron Johnson, and then, of course, Matt Milano to see what their status is. Also, Cookie. just a quick one before we move on. <laughs> Remember when the Bills lost to the Steelers? What? Was that
7: this year? Oh, I mean- man.
2: Listen, yes. the season it really flies by. You gotta stay like <laughs> locked in because things change so much. We hey, tweet. you know what,
4: Colleen? We study the tape. We watch all the tape. We, mm-hmm. we tape grind. We read all the articles. Tape dogs. Yep, that's all we do. We we study the tape. We study the tape. But at the end of the day, we just don't know what's gonna happen. It's hard to argue <laughs> that. Browns, Chargers, another great one coming
2: up. Chargers, they're on a nice little high here. They beat the Chiefs and the Raiders in the division. Justin Herbert, he looks great. We also oh, need yeah. to give Austin Eckler his flowers. I just don't feel like he gets talked about enough and he was so good in that game and he's the key to this Chargers offense right now because that's what's really helping Justin Herbert look so good. Now, Justin Herbert, he's a stud. I get it. Don't, don't, don't get me wrong here, but Austin <laughs> Eckler is a huge part of what they're doing there and it shouldn't just be all this talk about Herbert, even though he deserves all the talk that's going on. The Browns coming off that win over the Vikings, which kind of felt like a loss because everyone was complaining how they looked, Uh, and I agree, but they're going for their fourth straight
4: win. Did you see Miles Garrett, his tweet this week? Oh my gosh, yes, it was so crazy. If you saw him from the game, and his arms look like like they should be locked up like the second amendment does not cover this because it is scary and he tweeted I go sleeveless for one game and they hit me with a quote you got a random drug test in the morning laugh face like it that's i mean at least he's having fun with it i i want to know like what is he doing to get those kind of arms because that is insane
2: also i know that you have a couple takes about baker mayfield
4: and these commercials. Colleen, I'm going to tell you a few things that I think are important, okay? This past week, Baker hit his season low in multiple categories. His lowest completion percentage since week 17, 2019. His lowest passer rating since week 6 of last year. And his fewest pass yards since week 10 of last year. Now, now Colleen, you might be wondering why I'm just listing stats to you.
2: (laughs) Yes, I am. (laughs)
4: A new batch of commercials featuring Baker at home with Baker Mayfield. A new batch of those progressive commercials were released this past week. And what happened when those first commercials started airing, right? Remember the Browns weren't good. People were like, oh, Baker's not a, he should, he's not the answer. He's not a franchise quarterback. Baker's horrible. He's spending all his time in these commercials, right? So what goes up, like we said, must go down. And what goes down has got to go back up again. So I think the Browns- What are you talking about? Right the now? Browns are gonna struggle. It's correlation. It's 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 simple cause and effect. The new commercials come out. Baker doesn't look too good. He's gonna no. struggle against the Chargers, but then they're gonna overcome it and win. It's directly correlated. So, I'm.
2: Are you saying the Browns are gonna be fine? They're gonna struggle in the first half. Yeah, and, and then they're gonna win. and then beat the Chargers. Yep. You okay. heard it here first. Got it. Got it. <laughs> I also, for the record. I love the Baker commercials every time I get home from the grocery store and I line my arms with all 27 bags because I cannot take another trip back to the car. I must bring everything in at once. It's the only workout I get. So thank God for that.
4: The new one's great. The new one where he's like watering the plants, like talking with the the house moms and someone walks by and they're like, she didn't donate to my thing. And then Baker looks over and he goes, she's a good egg though. (laughs) The neighborhood (laughs) gossip is perfect. (laughs)
2: Perfect. Driving a new car, but couldn't donate to my walk of fun.
4: She's a good egg, though.
2: You know what she is? She is. I was wondering when I was (laughs) watching the game, the weather delay at SoFi. Oh, my God. But there's a roof. Yes. That's one thing. I know John Gruden wasn't happy about it. It's kind of weird because, yes, the sides are open. I just thought it was... It was a ridiculous scene because normally these weather delays and power outages, that happens to us on Thursday Night Football. And we have to be what the ESPN crew was doing yesterday or on Monday, eating up time on the field. And Booger McFarlane was referring to Carr at one point. This was like one of my favorite things, uh, talking about (laughs) Derek Carr, saying, I don't know how he deals with the man he's married to, referring to John Gruden, looking at other quarterbacks. And like, I had just like, looked up, and I was like, what is what is going on? What are they talking about? This game has to start soon, but I just don't understand why there was a weather delay for a stadium that has a roof. I'm sure there's a think, reason out there, yeah, but...
4: yeah, The sides are open, but also, too, we're in Southern California, and we haven't seen a storm like this in, like, a long time, so I think everyone was just like, uh, I think we're supposed to delay here. <laughs> like, no one knew what to do. They're like, Oh uh, yeah, and then ESPN's still on the field. Like, the people are in their stands. They're like, it, it was fine, but I think, yeah, SoCal was like, uh, Um, this happens in the movies. It, it, it doesn't happen in real life. There no. has not
2: been thunder and lightning or really even rain like that in years. No. I was outside like trying to get all of my plants out to the, get watered <laughs> running out there. So that was that was a weird, weird, weird one. Okay, let's move on. One final game that I just want to touch on. Giants-Cowboys division game. Go Birds, obviously. Just want to okay. get that out there first. So who
4: do you want to win? What would help no the one. Eagles? No one. How okay. about so, a tie? Okay, so, so a tie. That'd okay. be great.
2: And now for our next segment,
0: We Care About.
2: Working title at this point. So if you guys have a better idea. (laughs) Let
4: us know. Let us
2: know. (laughs) Tweet us up. Okay. So the first one that I just want to get to, because it seems like this story is gaining a lot of traction at this point, are Michael Silver tweeting out a, Whole thread. I'm just going to read through a couple things here. The Urban Meyer situation in Jacksonville, obviously Urban Meyer, the head coach of the Jags, has reached a crisis point, especially in the locker room. One player told me he has zero credibility in that stadium and he had very little to begin with. Silver also says players were particularly put off by the fact that Meyer canceled Monday's meeting as he dealt with the uproar over the videos of him and a young woman getting cozy in that Ohio bar. He even canceled the team meeting. He was too scared, a player said. This is a situation that is a situation. And Erica,
4: what are your thoughts? I don't have any thoughts, Colleen. No, you're a company woman right now. Uh, What do you mean? I just don't have anything to say on this matter. So
2: it's something to track. (laughs) Things are obviously not going well in Jacksonville. If you saw the video, you know what I'm talking about. And now there's been apologies. There's been statements put out by Jags' ownership. So it's something to watch. I'm really glad that this did not happen before the TNF game that we had the Jags and Bengals for, since this happened after that game. So I really, uh, really... Dodged a bullet on that one, having to really talk about that. But that's something that we will keep in mind. But we have a really special segment coming up here.
5: Ooh, when those drums come in, it can only mean one thing. It's time for the split end of the week. Hit me with the saxophone.
4: Oh, <laughs> oh yes. That's our producer, Aaron a magician on the mic and the sax. I don't know if he played that himself. He probably did. He's so he's so musical. He's shaking his head down below. No, he didn't. Um, so he didn't play the sax, but he could. You guys, he could. He, I bet he could.
2: He he plays all sorts of things in the audio department. So, in the musical instrument that would be something that might be on his list. He it plays all the things
4: in the audio department.
2: He does. It, whatever we ask for, he will play. It's great. If you want a request, let us know. The split end of the know. week. So this situation is interesting. Oh, I'm so excited. And John Harbaugh, this beef. It is a beef at this point. It got heated after the game. So here's the deal. Vic Fangio, very annoyed that the Ravens ran a play instead of taking a knee with three seconds left to extend Baltimore's streak of 100 straight rushing yard games to 47. That tied the Steelers for the NFL record. Harbaugh said it was meaningful. Fangio said that it, he expected it to happen. He was disappointed from a safety, player safety standpoint. He was also disappointed because they lost the game 27 to seven. <laughs> but I know, do you care about this? Do you care about these records? Do you think that this that, that people should care about Records in general, because whenever I ask a player, "Oh, do you know that you're coming up on this street?" Like, blah, no, blah, me. no like, I didn't know. I had no idea. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, but okay. obviously, this is a big deal to a lot of different people, especially Vic Fangio.
4: Oh, man, this is such a good split end. So so when we talk about our split end of the week, each week, we're going to have a topic that you could be split on, right? You could be a team Fangio, Harbaugh, you know, is a hot dog a taco or a sandwich? Like there's a lot of stuff coming down the pipe, you guys. But this beef to me is more important than the actual, like the record itself. It's like the pettiness of Fangio saying that it's, you know, BS in his thing and and, in his presser. And then Harbaugh totally buries him. And he was like, okay, well, I wasn't aware there was a 16 point play when there was like no time left and they're trying to go for a touchdown. So they're going back and forth. The pettiness is crazy. And, you know, I'm going to go Harbaugh on this one, like get the record. It's fun. They're having fun. Player safety, like there's three seconds left. Maybe they weren't for you know stopping it but it's like if you don't want him to get the record then put your defense out there there's three seconds left of the game play the game
2: right I would love for these two teams to play each other again in the playoffs yes. like even yes. if it's just like a wild card or whatever it would be so much fun now that we know that there's a little bit of heat there everyone oh. is tracking it. like it's on all of our radars at this point yes. So let us know if you are on Fangio's side or if you're on Harbaugh's side because I'm with you. I'm I'm like, get just get the record. But also right. it's important to them, obviously. And they were winning the game. It just, it just makes sense. Just keep adding on W's for yourself. Stacking wins. I agree. <laughs> Speaking of stacking wins, Ted Lasso, that's what oh. he's always trying to do. Yeah. And Ted Lasso seems to be a theme that is just constant. It really, it's it's everywhere at this point. But the NFL is really latching on. We saw there's a believe sign in the Falcons media room that I think PR put up in there. But after Sunday's game, Arthur Smith left the podium and tapped the believe sign. Right. I asked Matt Ryan if he was going to pack the believe sign because, come on, it's so fitting. They would be in London for the game. Right. So he was like, all right, I'll see if like the equipment managers can find some extra room to put it in my bag.
4: That's was, awesome. Th- I,
2: I would love for that to happen. And then Cliff Kingsbury, the Cardinals head coach, even likened himself to Lasso when he was asked in his press conference, I, I think that he was asked if he what he was going to do, and he said he was just going to go home after that win and watch Ted Lasso and go to bed. But then he <laughs> said, there are some real parallels between Ted Lasso and myself. Like the oh. epic YouTube dance video, y'all were at my press conference. It was essentially the same one Ted Lasso had, where everyone was like, is this some kind of a joke? And then he's weirdly positive all the time. But... <laughs> This I, I and I could see that for sure. It's one of my favorite shows in the entire world. I'm not all the way caught up at this point. But okay, how do you feel about all of these Ted Lasso refs everywhere?
4: I think it's good. It's quality television. It's amazing. It's feel good TV. Colleen, who do you think is the Roy Kent of the NFL?
2: There's no one because Roy Kent is one of one, and he is m- quite possibly my favorite person to watch on television. Mm. I have a real Roy Kent thing. I okay. love him, okay. and to see him and Jamie Tart so Roy Kent his real name is Brett Goldstein I follow him on every platform available but Roy <laughs> Kent and Jamie Tart when I saw them on the red carpet together there's one picture of them and they're all they're wearing all black it's just they look so fantastic and they look like movie stars and Mm. this show it's just it's such a fun like you said feel good show I love the fact that I will laugh and then I will also cry and I don't really want to cry sometimes when I'm watching it but it's just so relatable and so touching
4: I came back after the uh no spoiler alert but the you know the marriage kind of scene uh in the first season you know him with his wife and mm. I walked back into the room and I was actually sobbing to the point where no. my girlfriend Jet was like, what's wrong? All right, what, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I was an entire ball of emotions from that show. And then the next minute you're laughing and, and whatever. Maybe I'm just really emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
2: know. I don't, I don't think know. we're alone. One last thing on Lasso. I feel like Washington football team is a very AFC Richmond type, Name that's mm. kind of it's got these soccer vibes to it. I'm so pro the football team name, and I really don't want them to to change it. How, how do you yeah. feel about this? Are you on the same page as me because I feel like it, they've stumbled into this very generic name that actually now has become cool. It's like they have leaned in so hard on it that I don't I don't want anything else
4: Right. I don't think you can go. There's like, you know, the Red Wolves and kind of other names circulating out there, circulating. I just don't think you can you can change this. You know what I mean? Like it's there. It's too much damage has been done. There's too much fun, you know, with people coming up with names. You can't change it now. You're exactly right. Like there's I can't argue with that.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired.
4: Before we get into our our special guest, um, did you see that big Architectural Digest story on Danny Amendola? And if you know me, and if you don't know me, I'm obsessed with Danny Amendola. So I'm going to keep you updated, no matter what he's doing. So he's doing this huge Architectural Digest, like he's an interior designer now, and it's all his designs, and it's all this kind of stuff. And really quickly, I was just laughing. He, you know, he was a superstar in New England, and and there's a reason why you know I felt a superstar. part of that edelman (laughs) edelman amandola and brady during you know 2013 like those years amandola is a household name in boston okay and in my heart and colleen you can't take this from me i know i know so he so listen (laughs) over this is this is a quote from the article Over the years, Amendola has played for a number of professional football teams. It was during his stints in various cities that the Houston native began to slowly amass pieces of furniture and art for his one day forever home. And he basically, in this article, there was like there were so many moments where we'd FaceTime him, and Danny would be walking off the football field looking at wall patterns. (laughs) Oh my God! Really? Yes. So he's. He has so much influence. So I'm seeing a little New England, a little Detroit, a little Miami, a little Texas. Tell me what Detroit
2: influence you're seeing. What's the Detroit (laughs) influence? It's
4: very um, hopeful. And there's like kneecaps on. No, I don't know. I don't know anything. But I just think it's funny that he's taking pieces from his life. And then also, you know, something to watch, right? Like he was out the past two weeks with a thigh injury, maybe more like a design injury. Oh, my God. Okay. This is already
2: way (laughs) too much Texans talk in this first episode. This is the second time that you've brought up the Texans or something
4: to do with the Texans. (laughs) I'm obsessed.
2: I know. Uh, Great. Good for Danny Amendola. Happy for him and his next match. updated
4: guys on this story as it progresses
2: we'll see (laughs) next we got a very very special guest i'm so 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 excited to welcome to our first ever show one of the greatest people in the entire world one of our closest friends in the entire universe miss lakeisha wesley
7: thanks for having me hey girl
2: This is wonderful that you're here. So I wanted to bring Keisha on because LaKeisha was in Cincinnati Mm -hmm. with me last Thursday. And I'm always getting all of this heat from Tamposi about, oh, your social media, like you're never posting anything or you're so inconsistent with like this (laughs) and that. Keisha, can you tell Erica just how crazy <laughs> it is to be, like,
7: just, you saw everything behind yeah. the scenes. You were with oh, yeah. me start to finish. Can you tell her how insane it is? There's just no way that she's getting ready to be able to, like, post, you know, social media pictures and videos. Like, she's running from one room to the next, and it's just, uh, yeah, girl. <laughs> you La- hustling. Keisha... Was so fantastic. She was helping me
2: the entire time. I, I think she just came to really watch the game. And all of a sudden, I was like, "Here, can you hold my mic? Can you hold this computer while I type?" Like on the sideline, Hold her was, bag. Oh yeah, she, oh, I mean, no. she, it was great. And That's she's so taking fantastic. videos. How was
7: how how was it for you? It was awesome. That was my first time at that stadium. The crowd was crazy. Everybody on your crew, you legit work with some great people. Like I heart them all. Like it was so much fun
2: that's so love awesome that crew jose who does audio is oh, amazing oh my gosh
7: he had me pumped up dancing like in between <laughs> listening to the stadium music see that's what i want to see oh, yeah.
4: like LaKeisha, you should have been filming this kind Alex of stuff just then. with him you, well, know? Everyone, yeah, you, right. you gotta live in the moment maybe it's maybe this you know what you guys maybe this is time for me to look inside why, mm-hmm. why don't you come with me and help uh, i would love to
2: like that, that would be, that would be nice. Also By our stage th- manager, Ethan, he has this incredible uh, handlebar mustache. Yes. And there were these two amazing fans in the front row that just kept heckling him the whole time. So some people will heckle Irv and Steve and Joe, but they loved him so much. It, it's, it's such a fun group of people. I, I, and the fact that we were in Cincinnati, I know uh. that the Westlings were there. Mm-hmm. Joe Burrow was so much fun at the end end of the game, he was insisting on delivering the sign to this little girl who
7: traveled from California. She was, so she was adorable. It was it was so nice to have you there. Yo, <laughs> it's too much fun. By the end of the night, I was literally thinking like, maybe I can you know, apply to be like the person that, you know, gets the food for the crew at the end of the night. And I can join Colleen like every Thursday, like that would be the life. (laughs) That's so what did you guys do after? Did you guys go out? (laughs) I was on a mission, like by the end of the night, you know, everybody wanted to, you know, get something to eat. So I'm calling all these spots and everything's, you know, open for drinks, but no food to be found. So, mm. like, my mission was, you know, I gotta get food, gotta get food. Nothing's open. So, eventually, I ended up just ordering Domino's on an app. Have you, wait, let me cut
4: you off, Keisha. Okay. Had you had a few <laughs> drinks at this point? Maybe one or two, uh, you, know. you know, a limited amount. Because when I yeah. when I when I think of Keisha and I think of Keisha with a few drinks, <laughs> nothing is standing in between her and food. So I can picture nope. you call like, do you have food? Do you? Have food? <laughs> I was on a mission. Her and Steve Smith were <laughs> yeah. in
2: lockstep on
7: this. They were determined to get pizza. Yeah, and it ended up taking forever. I don't know if you've ordered Domino's through the app before, but they kind of like they show you the, the progress. Process. Yes, <laughs> it was on prep. For an hour. (laughs) And I had Steve Smith ask me like every 10 minutes, like, what's the update? What's the update? And I'm like, dude, like, I don't know what's going on. So I finally called and... This was the most depressing like intro to a business that I've ever heard. It was almost like they were begging you to like send people their way because they're so short staffed, and it was almost like the each dollar that you give could go like a long way. Like they said that <laughs> twice to where I felt so bad that I hung up and was just like, I don't even want to speak to anybody. Like they're, they're they're busy, Steve. Like I don't I don't know what else to say. So we all ended up. Leaving except a few of us, you know, Colleen stayed behind too because we were we were gonna eat some pizza before we went to bed. And finally, I started getting text messages like Asia from Domino's, like she was the real MVP. Like Asia's pulling up, and we just destroyed all that pizza. So I think I owe Smith Steve Smith like fifty dollars. So. L- Lakeisha go. had all of us listen to the sad Domino's best the hold music.
2: She had oh, me God. listen. She had Steve on hold with Domino's. So yeah. it was it was a
7: mission. It was a full-out, all-hands-on-deck. But seriously, if you live in Cincinnati, you know somebody that's looking for, you know, some part-time <laughs> working full-time. The Domino's downtown. They could really... Use your help. <laughs> Forgot the tracker make a on- difference.
4: Make a difference. <laughs> the tracker online—it's like preparing your pizza, looking Pre- for someone to cook your pizza. Can you, Sarah come McLaughlin, cook your own is pizza? playing in the yeah. background? Yeah. So, are you a Bengals fan now? After being in that stadium, being with the Westling family—like, I mean, besides the Rams, you're, you're still you're over the Bengals. You're not.
7: I'm not over them. I will say like last year, for some odd reason, um, when I was digital content editor, I kept being hit with the whole having to write up the Bengals game. So I started kind of <laughs> getting a soft spot for them. Even two years ago, when I was pregnant with my son, I started having to write up Bengals games. So I started, you know, so I guess say I support them. But Rams do or die.
2: I'm actually – so I think I'm going to start doing a new bit where I went through – I forgot a shirt for Good Morning Football (laughs) weekend last week, and I was in the airport and realized it. So I bought a Bengals shirt while I was there, and I think that I'm probably just going to start doing that going forward. So that way I don't really have to, like, think about what I'm going to wear or pack. So whoever wins the game – That would free up
4: my schedule as well because, you know, picking out your outfits every day is is a Exactly. The only
2: flaw in this, I'm realizing right now in real time, is the Mm -hmm. home team would have to win.
7: (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait Cullen, that's not going to (laughs) work. (laughs) so
2: I'm not I might have to put that bit on hold Keisha that was it was so awesome to have you there it was so much fun I wasn't
4: jealous like it's fine I'm
2: not gonna
7: lie you really missed out because that was it was a great (laughs) night it was
4: it was really 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 fun well I've been working at Domino's making pizzas while you guys are out having the time
7: of your life Making a
2: difference in downtown Cincinnati. In any event, we're split ends, everybody. I'm Colleen Wolf, Erica Tamposi, LaKeisha Wessling hanging out with us here for a little bit. Thank you so much. For all of your help last week in Cincinnati. It was so much fun to hang with you and have a friend there with me. And especially to help out in such a crazy, crazy atmosphere. I want you to come to every single game with me. And Erica, you could too if you wanted.
4: Yeah, well thank thank you for that, <laughs> for that second hand. And I'm I'm glad we're we're, you know, closing this up because I got a flight to catch. I'm going to London. You gotta get ready for, you know, heading up to Seattle. We're gonna have mm-hmm. a lot of fun content next week. Colleen and I went did a deep dive on on packing last week. Yeah. Keep an eye out on our on our socials for, you know, maybe clips from the show if we're feeling frisky. Maybe, um, you know, Lakeisha doing a full Domino's uh, commercial. You never know what's going to happen. You guys rate, review, subscribe. Um, leave us a, a positive review. It really helps, especially right out the gate because, you know, it's NFL Media's hottest new show. oh shoot. Next episode
2: drops Tuesday or Wednesday, depending on how we feel. Unless we're already canceled by then. But, until Until next time, what did we say we were going to say? Let's split.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses.
2: Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
6: Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at
3: letsmakeaplan.org.
1: At JCPenney, fashion counts for everybody and every.